What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. The most special of guests, dare I say. Well, now you can't see this, kids at home, but the good news is that I have gone about fashioning myself a one true host trophy of sorts. You fashioned this? Yeah, well, you know, you know. I had someone fashion it. You had someone fashion it. I had some. I yeah. I arranged it because right. that's what the one true host does. It is. It is a popcorn trophy with actual popcorn that's been like glazed inside of it. And it is says, it actual popcorn? I believe it is. I believe it is. Okay. And it says on it, "The one true host." Wow. Although, from my understanding, you gained on me this week. That's that's what it says here in our notes. I was required. I'm required to acknowledge this information, mm-hmm. but in case you couldn't tell, I got kind of quiet so that maybe, maybe like we could just skate right past it. Right. Well, so we will we'll put po- we'll post a picture of the uh, the pop the one true host popcorn trophy over on the Patreon. Yes. And while you're there, if you want to see a picture of me holding it, you should join Team Jazzy J. Do not know. Just, just no, throwing guys, it out. Okay, but here's a thought for you. Here's a thought. We could paint it gold. Right? That, that doesn't... Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah. If it's painted gold and it was my idea, then, I mean, like, it's solidifying my position as the one true host. I don't think your logic follows at all. Just because you painted it doesn't make it permanently yours. I think it does. I don't think it does. I think it does. I don't it's, think it does. At what point in time do you own something if not when once you have painted it gold wow you could have used this advice for yourself last week when you were having trouble identifying your own feelings about things interesting interesting maybe you just need a bunch of gold paint around your house i don't think it makes sense but if it helps you it does then when when i come to your house where i haven't been in like six months now i'll be like Oh, this one's not Alice's. This is... This is all, all, this, all the gold stuff, that's Ben's. 50% of the objects in my home are now gold. Right. Also, also, what I might do, if I can ever figure out which house is Karen Spoilers, 
Oh. I could bring a can of spray paint with me. Oh no. Stick with me Wait. now. Winchester does his business. Let her know. Let her know. Which by by <clears throat> use of gold, use it will be gold. like this could be no one else's other than Ben's. Right. They'll they'll know. They'll know. They'll, they'll know. know. I would never do that, by the way. That would yeah. be very rude. That the, would be the gold paint would probably kill the grass and I would feel terrible then, about then that. Then you'd have then you'd have actually killed the grass. Oh, can't have that. Can't, can't have, have that. that. Dude, okay. I found dog poop in my yard this week. No. So frustrating. No, you did not. So frustrating. Not even like it's it's not it's not even like in a spot where people are unlikely to walk. You know, if it were like around the corner behind a bush but still in the yard, I'd be like, well this is rude. But yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I'd be like, well, I can see why maybe they were like, I guess it's okay here or something. No. It is right next to my mailbox. No. Right next to next to the mailbox. Uh, worse. Yeah, no, that's so yeah, I, feel, I feel like that's maybe something we should make extra crispy, crystal clear, is that, like, I'm not in favor of people leaving it. Right. I'm just not opposed to the idea that, by nature of walking your dog, you you need to, like, clean Avoid up. Avoid the yard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's okay to... It's okay to go in the yard as long as you pick up. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that too. No. And what's interesting about this is I actually had in in yet another unbelievable uh, dog poop. Ben, how many <laughs> chapters to this story are there? Jay, it never ends. It never ends. That's what it sounds like. Okay. So I went to middle school and high school with this guy named Ryan, and um, he was his last name starts with the letter D. Meaning okay. he was in my homeroom because it was done by last name and we were like the C's which yeah. carried over. He was like the last person in mm-hmm. our homeroom. Sure. And so I pretty much like had homeroom with him forever, a bunch of classes. He sat with me at lunch every once in a while. And he lives nearby my house now. And it's been like a long time. We went to a different college and we haven't okay. like really been friends for a while or whatever. But when we pass each other, we're like, yo, what's up? And that's it. Uh, one day I watched as he walked by and his dog used the bathroom in my yard and he, I, I could tell he was having this panic moment, yeah. which is when you go to grab your bag out of like the little holster, yeah. there was a no bag. no bag. And he was like, uh, like you could sort of like see the dawning comprehension of like, oh no. How and, often, let me, hold on. How often are you just like sitting out? It seems like you catch a lot of people in the act of picking up or not picking up. Well, I observe my grass. <laughs> Just out there, you know, Alice. If you need me, I'll be uh, I'll be watching the grass. I'll be watching the grass to make sure it's still good out there. <laughs> no, I think really what it comes down to is that I'm on a corner, which you are too, actually. Now, now that I come to think of it, mm-hmm. and it is a very highly trafficked corner. Yeah. So I think that more than anything, I'm just it's usually not that uncommon for me to be like somewhere where I have ready access to somebody who could be walking uh, in front of my property, but. Anyway, so Mr. Mr. Ryan D walks off and I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, no big deal. He does know it's my house. Right. But he walks off and then like five minutes later, rolls up in his car, gets out with a bag and cleans up Wait. after his dog. Okay. So now the question is, do you suspect that Ryan is, in, is, a, is a little colonel? Ooh. You know, are you, he, was he like, not, was, like, was this, was this moment of panic? Not just, oh no, I'm out of bags, but oh no, of all the places on earth. I'm out of bags on Ben Carlin's yard. The one true host of Popcorn Culture? For now, yes. Do you think, now I'm curious. Now it sounds like another confrontation is required. No, no, a confrontation. Not a confrontation, but a a conversation. To ask to Mr. Ask. Ryan D, right. do you listen to the pop? Did you know that there's been unexpected amounts of dog poop related phenomenon 
happening in my world. Well, certainly if he listens, he'll probably just tell you like, oh, you were talking about me. Yeah, it would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hilarious. But otherwise, I don't even know if you need to like, if you need to ask specifically if he's aware of it. Just, just, just get an idea. Like, hey, you listen to any good podcasts? The podcasts? Like podcasts lately? You know? Okay. What was that? (laughs) Like, drop a little like, you listen to any... Any popcast podcasts? Who said, who said mm. pop? Mm. Somebody said on stuff. Just, mm. Does it smell like butter? Yeah. <clears throat> Listen to any good uh, podcasts lately? Yeah. No, I like you, this plan. Uh, yeah. You know, just, just, I, I expect if I'm sure I'll get a full report on this because, hey, I only thought there'd be one chapter to dog poop story. And now we're on three. Now we're on chapter three. <laughs> and if anything, we have an addendum, if you will, in yeah. the form of your story, which I yeah. now have rudely interrupted as the one true host <clears throat> tends to do. Oh, I don't know if you've rudely interrupted. I, I, there, there's not much follow up. So what do you, what do you do? Like, is there? <laughs> oh, I got a shovel. You got a shovel. I mean, I I already had a shovel. I didn't, oh, you like, didn't go. You didn't go. I wasn't like, shovel. oh boy, time to go to the Lowe's. Gotta go pick me up a pooper scooper. Although I have a shovel, or I went and got my shovel, which is actually kind of funny because if you listen to after the final pop, we discussed how there's been a uh, a wild animal, a non dog doing its business in my backyard, which is fenced in, just so annoying because you would think that in a fenced-in backyard, when you don't own a dog, at at least one thing you could have peace of mind about is, I can walk around barefoot out here. It's a generous perk. Generous perk, you know? You gotta gotta take a win where you can get one, and I like to actively enjoy this. I like to think about it and be like, there's no poop here. Great. (laughs) This is is the best. Except some animal has been getting in. Don't know what it is. I think it must be a deer, which is impressive because there's a fence. But anyway, not the point. I was out there cleaning it up because me and Luke like to go play out in the yard. Of course. Of course. And of course, he's fascinated by what I'm doing. He's like, scoop to poop? Scoop poop? So now anytime he sees it, he asks me to go do it and after you get the shovel in. Oh, wow. So now yeah. it's become a spectacle. <laughs> right. Yes. It's like, he's like very interested. He's like, this is an interesting thing that's going down. This thing. Okay. All right. Uh, this to me, doing something. This to me makes me feel like you <clears throat> you have like the ability to uh, like potentially get Luke interested in things by way of like just doing them in front of him. Yes. This is a, this is a thing I think parents... At, new parents have to like adjust to like in your mind you're used to being around people who choose their interests or who might be interested in things like based on their experiences and stuff but for children especially your children just the act of you doing it is enough for them to like it yeah so there there have been uh, i'm trying to think of some other examples now goodness just but there's there's definitely things where because you're doing it they're like i want to do it i want to do it yeah no absolutely this is you can like, one of the things I try and reinforce, though, is, like, picking up. So, like, you know, cleaning up. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. You know, like, if you're just out there and you're like, Luke, you gotta clean all this stuff up, which that sounds like way more aggressive than I would ever talk to Luke. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I've never heard that tone yeah. of voice ever. <laughs> like, Me neither. I was like, why am I saying it this way? This is weird. But if, you know, you're, like, asking him to clean up, of course, he's gonna be like, that's boring. But if I just start doing it, I'm like, oh, look at this. Let's clean up. This is fun. He'll be like, I I pick up too, you know? Oh, so like, yeah. you make it a game. Yeah, everything's a game. Everything's a game. It's nice when it's clean. But so it's like very funny then, because then sometimes stuff like that can backfire where it'll be like, like he enjoyed picking stuff up with you. Right. So now he'll go dump something out and be like, pick it up. Oh, <laughs> you know I, mean? I see, I see, I see. Yes. Yeah. Like, let's see how many things... We can now place everywhere, so the job of cleaning up is way harder. Right, yes, yes. It's like, well, picking up stuff with you was fun, Dad, so I would like to pick up more stuff, and the only way to do that is to make a mess, so... You know what? I think that's the type of thing where you just, you you ride it forever until he just reaches the point where he's just uh, an incredibly tidy kid. 
Well, that's the, you know, that's the dream. You want to know, this is going to be one of those things, though, I feel like with, with my children eventually, is that they are going to be complete and utter slobs. No. I think so. I think so. I am, I think Alice and I both are like, we're like a controlled kind of messy. Like we we're not the type of people where you would, you could not like just like pop into the house and we wouldn't have like, like a, a dish or a, a dish full of dirty sinks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably wouldn't have that. <laughs> I, I, I definitely would not have a dish full of dirty <laughs> sinks. You got so many sinks, man. <laughs> it's like, this is way too many for one kitchen. <laughs> we would not have dirty dishes in the sink or anything like that. Or, you know, like I would say in general, the floor has been like recently <clears throat> vacuumed mm-hmm. and things are, are typically put away especially in like the primary like living spaces yeah but i would say otherwise i am like like my car for example i have like a weird thing where like Mm. typically i actually very much enjoy washing my car yeah like it's just like a fun way for me to go and do like a um like an activity where i'm mentally checked out it's almost like showering like you know you have like shower thoughts right it's exactly the same thing like i know exactly how to wash my car there's nothing challenging about it it's just like a process that takes one hour of my time yeah and so i just sort of like sink into the background on the other hand though the inside of my car particularly the the door jam on the driver's side is usually full of whatever like granola bar breakfasts i've had for the Uh, past like two and a half months of my life yeah Okay, interesting note then about our own father and how we might have been impacted in uh, these exact ways by him. So you talk about washing your car. Like, I find that I have met many adults who the act of washing their car is just something they don't do. It's like not really a priority for them. It's not like something, it's like whatever, it'll rain. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll take it to the drive through when it's real bad. Right. And, you know, I'll pay $6 for that or whatever. Right. But like, like I would, don't even wash their car. Sure. Right. But I think when we, I, I know when we were kids, the act of washing uh, our parents' cars, I think was one of those things our dad was making fun so that we would just do it. Ah, so we would just like go we and wash go, cars. Like, oh, we're just like playing with dad. Yeah. Washing the car. The best. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like we would like stand out there barefoot on the gravel driveway, of course. Obviously. Yeah. And I feel like we'd get like assigned a tire and it'd be like, all right, I'm going to wash this whole side of the car. You, you focus on this tire or something. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. red scrub brush. I remember that. And you'd be like, oh, I'm so helping right now. Okay. What I remember is the chronic fear of dropping the sponge onto the ground Mm. because we had a gravel driveway. And if that sponge came in contact with the ground, then you just... Then the second that it happened, the car is already scratched beyond repair. Right, because you're going to... If you press the sponge with the gravel on it to the car... Yeah, you don't want that. You don't that's why want we got, that. That's why we were on tire duty. That's why we were on tire, because you can't mess up the tires. You can't mess up the tires. No, they're perfectly safe. Yeah, yeah, So do you find that you are a car washer as an adult then? Um, I haven't washed my car by hand in a very long time. But I would say the last time I was regularly washing my car was when you and I lived together, right? When we were starting Super Carlin Brothers. Yeah. And the main reason that stopped this practice was because at the house I bought, the access from the hose to where the car was parked. Too far. Really far, yeah. very massively inconvenient. And we also had to park underneath trees, yep. no matter where we parked. So it was like a losing battle at all times. At all times. Yeah, so 
got out of it, and at this point, I haven't really gotten back into it, but I think we discussed on the podcast when we were talking about our Amazon purchases, I only recently began even owning a hose again. Nice! So, did you get never? No, you did not get a Never Kink, I was going to ask. That's the name brand I normally go oh, for. Never Kink Hoses. I Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> I don't think that is the brand name of hose that I got, but mine uh, does not kink. Does not kink. Does got not it. Kink. Oh, handy, handy. Yeah. Okay, okay. I got a new sprinkler today. It came in the mail. This is, this is like a sad thing, actually, but... This, like, we have been debating on looking at, like, a new house, like, moving from our current house to a different house right. that's not a corner lot and yeah. nowhere near Karen's Boilers. Right. And the, basically the only one that we've kind of gone and, like, walked around because no one lives there anymore and the house was available for sale, uh, was this one house in the driveway was so big. And, that, like, that was all I could focus on. The only, like, Alice loved the house. The only thing that I liked about it was, like, dude, it is going to be so nice to wash my car in this driveway <laughs> like that was the only thing i could take away from the house what a selling point what a selling point so mm. i don't know how this has become such a thing but apparently it has that is fascinating as as we're talking about washing cars it occurs to me that if i went and got the materials washing the car probably would be something luke would love doing i bet he would love doing it yeah. especially if you get a foam cannon oh Yes, so satisfying. Should we come over? Can I come over and bring my foam cannon? Uh, please do. Okay, okay, please do. I could do that. I could do that. So, in case the the viewers at home don't know, yeah, a foam cannon is like the coolest, most unnecessarily over the top way to wash your car, but it's amazing. I wouldn't say, yeah, I, it's like it's just a pressure washer with foam. It's well, right? Yes, and an attachment for the pressure washer <gasps> that has like a cup that you fill with like this specific foaming material, and then. When you run the pressure washer, it literally like will turn like I, like our Jeep is like bright red. Yeah, it will turn the entire thing white. Like wow, a snow white vehicle. Awesome, amazing. I'll be sure that Jordan uh, puts a link to. I think I have a video on my Instagram somewhere. Right of this exact thing happening. It is like the most satisfying thing to watch too. And then you let it sit, and then all the dirt gets absorbed and loosened up, and then you go and wash it with the brush. And then when you rinse it off, it is like sporkily clean. Yeah. Oh, the best. Are you a, are you a, do you, do you wax? I don't wax because usually I, uh, well, I don't wax as like a, like an every wash type mm. of thing. I do wax my cars once a year, but typically the car wash that I use has like some type of built in, you know, right. performance right. based. Not as effective. Not as effective, but seems yeah. to help with something anyway. When, um, do you ever, do you ever go to like the drive through car wash? Every once in a while, mostly because of the free vacuums. Oh, the free vacuums are nice. The, whenever I wash the car more recently, it's been like through the drive through thing because, you know, convenience sure yeah didn't want to drag the hose all the way down to the road oh, the worst yeah if you could see the setup at my old house you'd understand but i always i'm always like torn because they're like oh yeah do you want like the basic wash or do you want the advanced wash you don't want like the hot wax triple action whatever thing and i'm always like at some point it's not doing anything more right like how much of it like i'm doing the drive-through no matter what it's not going to be as effective as if you just as if you do it by hand Okay, but have you seen Ant-Man the movie? Yeah. Isn't there like a whole gag about the undercarriage wash? Yeah, I that, think so. Yeah, that's that you only get that on the ultra premium package. Well, sure, but I think you probably only need the undercarriage wash if you live in a place where it snows like six months of the year. Maybe, maybe. Right? Still makes me feel better to know that it's getting rinsed. Yeah. That's that's one of those things where as you're driving in and it's doing the undercarriage wash, you only get as much out of it as 
is able to spray up under your vehicle as you're driving into the space. You gotta drive slow. You gotta drive real slow. Real slow. But then at the same rate, you're kind of worried, like, what if this door shuts on my car? Or what if the thing starts and I'm in the wrong position? And then you start having a panic attack. I've not experienced that problem. I'm not afraid it's gonna hit me. No, okay. No. I'm not I'm not truly afraid of it, but, like, a small part of me is fighting this battle that's like, mm. I want to go slow, but not too slow. Not too slow. The appropriate amount of slow. Right. Yeah. Okay, so to your other problem where you have a like a, a car door full of granola bar wrappers. Granola bar wrappers. Yeah. Uh, Fit Aids is my my recent drink of choice. So the other the other thing I think I picked up from our own father was anytime he's filling up gas, throw everything up, away, throw all the yeah bits of garbage away. Yeah. All the time. It's good sequencing, pops. It, it, no, it's great yeah. sequencing. Yeah. And this is the thing about dad is that I think it surprises me sometimes because I feel like. For some reason, I would have thought that he would not be good about this, but instead, Dad is like surprisingly tidy. Yes, yes. When it when it comes to things, I don't know. Like I don't know if this is these are the things that I wonder about so much when I think about being a parent. Yeah. Is like how much of being a parent is literally the process of like balancing your ability to have your job, career, whatever, mm-hmm. individual hobbies. Also making sure that they're like doing their homework and being well fed and doing activities and all that type of thing. Right. And then also like teaching them specific life lessons yeah. as like a like, okay, I'm going to sit down today. And by the end of today, the they're going to know. And like, it'll be ingrained forever. I don't think I've had that moment just yet. But you'll find, I think, that almost like all, like m- all moments are teachable moments. All moments are teachable moments. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how often as, as like things are happening with like with Luke, especially where you are like already looking to the future and being like, oh man, he's going to be so good at this. Like, like cleaning up afterwards, for example. Like, do right. you feel like, do you feel like you're like ingraining something into like those very like impressionable years? Uh, for sure. Yes. And sometimes it's, it's very interesting because like little kids, especially like toddlers are just sponges. Like they're absorbing stuff all the time. Right. And sometimes like you can repeat something to them like every single day and not see them like internalize it or not see like results from it for, uh, like you feel like you're just like talking at a wall. Right. But then like a month later, they'll just like spit something back at you and, or like they'll do the thing or they'll like they will have understood but all and it, you know it's like oh i was getting through to them and that's that, that's like a really cool feeling you're like oh you were listening like man yeah it's like it's not happening right away but certainly it is happening interesting yeah okay 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 i like that i, like I will that. say if i had to guess that it would not surprise me i don't i don't know of course at all what dad was like before we were born Obviously. Obviously. But it would not we weren't su- there. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all if the tidiness is a result of having having had kids. Oh, I see. I see. So like it, like it was almost a behavior that he picked up specifically because the process of having kids inherently means that things are just a mess. The thing things are inherently just a mess, Ben. Yeah. Yes. It is the mess is never ending. And I would say it's not like I gotta clean up because it's a mess in here. I think when you're a parent, it becomes like there's so many things that are out of your control. Yeah. But yeah. you can absolutely at least control the mess. <laughs> you can you can have domain over the mess. Nice! And I think that probably is something many, many parents are, uh, eventually start to go through and they're like, well, God, I can't, I can't stop them from crying right now. I don't always know when I'm gonna get to sleep. I don't always know when I'm gonna get to 
eat a meal in silence or have a moment to myself, but I can at least make it clean in here. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is, this, I feel like this is interesting because it it does make me wonder, like, I, I feel like I'm having all of these moments, like the older we get, the more I'm like watching you and our younger brother, Tyler, like, you know, raise children and stuff. I, I'm so, I'm trying so hard to all of a sudden start to view the world, like our childhood memories mm -hmm. through the lens of our parents yeah. and wonder like, what they were thinking in reaction to the situations that were like unfolding before them. Mm. And so like one of the things, for example, is like as I started getting older and just wanted to like play with tools, Yeah, there was like every year on Christmas, we have like this sort of like family holiday that we call it like 1205 day. It was like the day that our dad proposed to our mom right. and they got a Christmas tree. And so like every year on 1205 day, we get a Christmas tree. Right. And so when we were kids, our dad <coughs> had like a 40 minute commute to work so like i think he had like taken the night off to be there for 1205 day or something like right. that and so he got the christmas tree and he went to go grab one of the saws like like a handsaw yeah. in order to like trim the branches or whatever mm -hmm. and like for the weeks prior i had been going out into the backyard and like cutting down branches just in the trees that separated our yard from the neighbor's yard yeah for fun for fun you know you know and i say it had been like weeks before but it had probably been like you know for the past like three months or something like that. Right. Obviously, after my hard day of work, I wasn't going to bring the tools back to the garage. Oh, no. So I left them, you know, in the pile of leaves. I mean, if I recall, this was sort of like a fort. It was sort of like a fort. It, this yeah. I do remember this particular pastime of yours. Yeah. Well, so basically we had a walnut tree, you know? Yeah. And the walnuts produce these nearly baseball-sized... Uh, weapons. Weapons, as it <laughs> called, were. Called walnuts. Called walnuts. And the way that it would work is I built a fort, and then in order to test the strength of my fort, you would stand on the hill above and try to... With the high ground. With the high ground. Yeah. Significant high ground. Significant high ground, but I didn't have any, like, walls or defenses. You had, a, you had like, a bunker. Oh. I, I had a bunker. Yeah. yeah. I had all the defense, yeah. but, like, I had to throw up a hill. Right. And so the game was basically, you would throw walnuts at my fort, and we just tested to see if it held. Right. If I... This is... I think about... Yeah, the little walnut wars. Uh... I think about that sometimes that I'm like, like, even when we were doing it, the idea that one of us was going to hit the other person, like, it just doesn't even seem like something I was... Preoccupied pre with? I, yeah, I was like... It wasn't like, really a reality. Wasn't it really, wasn't the yeah, goal. It wasn't really the goal. It was like, yeah, I'm throwing these at him, but am I even trying to hit him? And I... To, this is the funniest... The, the other memory I have very vividly of this... I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. Because you have the same one, is that I don't think... Basically, we would do this, like, all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one ever hit anybody. Never. Yeah. It turns out, like, 10, 12-year-olds, really bad aim. Yes. And can't throw very hard. But I had a friend over, and you had a friend over. Yes. My friend's name was Zach. Your friend's name was Chris. Yeah. Right? So I, I'll try and be nice here, but I would say Chris was out of shape. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I. To be fair, I think he was definitely one of these kids that, like, grew into himself. Sure. Like, I, I knew him once he grew, to, like, you know, from when he was, like, four foot five right till he became like a six foot tall person or whatever yeah and he was just like one of those people that like took time to like right. fill in but you're you are correct okay yes my friend though zach was like the you know the catcher for his little league team yeah so the catcher 
has one very important throw they have to make, which is from home plate to second base, so yeah. that guy doesn't steal first. So they can they can pretty much whip a baseball uh, pretty good. And boy, oh boy, do I have just just memory of <laughs> Zach landing a walnut like square belly button on Chris. <laughs> just this, like reverberations. It made like all I can remember about this is like yeah, is basically the noise that it made, and it was <laughs> it was so it was so bad because. It was like it was this game that you and I had played, and it was sort of like like we just said, like there was the agreed upon understanding. Like neither of us was actually trying to hurt one another. Right. It, it was, was just like, like fun to throw stuff at each other. <laughs> right. In, right. In a safe right? way. Exactly. You get it. Mom is listening at home right now, and she's like, "I did not know you were throwing the walnuts at each other." Like, well, what you made us pick up wheelbarrow after wheelbarrow of them. What'd you think we were doing? <laughs> Yeah, that was the other problem. On top of the gravel driveway was 500 walnuts. But yes, so many walnuts all the time. Yeah. And yes, we you're exactly right. We had to fill the wheelbarrow up with them. Yeah, go dump them in the back. Yeah. You know what's a weird word? Wheelbarrow. Yeah, it's one of those I'm like, I'm just going to say the middle part real fast and hopefully and people will know what I mean. People will know what you mean. I'm still like mentally convinced. Like I have like learned to call it a wheelbarrow, but... It is like in my mind, it should just be renamed wheelbarrow. Yes, like in my mind, it was like wheelbarrow. Like to me, like the 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 reckoning of the name wheelbarrow versus like what you actually bought was that the reason people had these was because once upon a time people had barrels and they were like, oh, you know what? What if we put a wheel on one end and some handles and cut this in half and then and yes. then you'll have a wheelbarrow? Yes, it was like right. the, and it's like the name is the origin. The story. name is the origin story, and then people were like, okay, that was a great idea. Let's mass produce them in a much more effective and efficient way. Right. With like a, a an even bigger thing to hold whatever you're hauling. Right. But it'll still be called a wheelbarrow. It's like, that's my, like in my mind, that was 100% why it was called a wheelbarrow. But it's in fact not called a wheelbarrow. It's a wheelbarrow. Uh, yes. And it is like <laughs> mildly infuriating. Like even, yeah. like I, I have like been on this for so long. It was almost like, like I had like fallen off the wagon a little bit by saying wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, it feels so much better. It's like, it's like relief. To you know, it? it's like to say it the like in my mind the right way. Okay, so Ben, let me ask you this then. This is another word. I just like I'm like, I hope I'm I hope I'm saying it right. If you were to like step off of the sidewalk onto the road, what would you have stepped off of? The curb? Yeah, right? The curb or the curve? The, I, yeah, I know. Well, now, <laughs> now I know. So, actually, now that you say that, I almost do feel like a lot of times when I say it, I just sort of throw like a VB in yeah. there. The curve. The curb. Curb. The curve. Who knows? Per- <laughs> you know what's up? Oh, I, I, I tripped up the curb. What? Curb? It is curb. curb, right? Right. Don't do this to me. I, I know. Oh my gosh. The curve. The curb. I don't know. It's curved. <laughs> it is curved. Good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> wow, this is definitely. I know. Bumps that spike. Everyone loves volleyball. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> volleyball. Volleyball. That's one of those as a kid. Total gamble. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Volleyball? You play it with the ball. That makes maybe more sense than vol. Right. <laughs> Where's this vol? What are... Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> it's a, <laughs> oh, it's a volley, I get Ah, uh, okay, we uh, got there. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, what are other words like this? Surely there are plenty where everybody is saying them wrong and oh. the way that people say them wrong is better than the way that they're said correctly. Oh, yeah. For all intents and purposes. Oh, right? yes. we. I, I think we've talked about this on this show before. Oh, I mean, I made a whole video about it once upon a time. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah so I think that 
for the longest period of my life, I would always say for all intensive purposes. Right. And it pretty much means the same thing. It feels like it says the exact same thing. Yeah. Like intensively, all of the purposes. Right. There's like so many, it's like there's no matter, because everyone knows what it means. Like even, I think one of the ones I've heard people say is like intense and porpoises. And it's like for all intents, it's like from, from your original intent all the way down to something as stupid as porpoises, this is what we're getting at. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it still makes sense. It still makes sense. <laughs> it still makes sense. Especially because saying sometimes <clears throat> kind of weird. Exactly. <laughs> like what are the old wives tales? Oh, don't old... even get me started on that one. <laughs> Wise? Wives? Who it, knows? I feel like it should be wise. Wise tale. Oh my god, like these are old, like like wise guy tales. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, like that's that's what I that, You know what those elderly wise men say. Right. Right. Well, no, wait. I guess that's it's not that I, I think about it as a gendered thing in any way, shape, or form. It's like like you know how you could say like, okay, wise guy. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like that's like that's a saying as right, well. Right. So I think that's the way that I always thought it. Like it was almost like a like something that someone said that was compelling but isn't ultimately true. Right. Right. Isn't yes. that like that? Yeah. That's like, the whole like an old that, wives' tale. It's like ah, that that just sounds made up. Right. Okay. I know that we've <clears throat> talked about this before on the pop, so I'm curious how similar our conversations were from the first time that we discussed it. <laughs> People like, like Madison in episode four. It's like it's like this feels like the exact. You guys are on repeat. Maybe really what's happening is that we are just getting to the point where we're going to have to just like re- start recycling our ideas. No like, chance. Do we have a limited number of ideas inside of our brain skull? Oh, I mean, I don't think so. Okay. We might have a limited number of stories to tell. We could have a limited number of stories. Do you remember when we used to go whip crab apples? I do. I think we've talked about that too. No, I don't think we have. No, we haven't? No. Oh, okay. So whipping crab apples. So next to our uh, walnut. walnut tree, <laughs> uh, the other spherical things that we had on the ground were crab apples, yeah. which are not tasty at all all no although how they make lots of apple products uh so basically yeah i think if i understand the way apples work correctly is that if you plant the seeds of an apple you will not produce a tree that bears red delicious apples yeah like if you yeah if you plant the seeds of a red delicious apple you will not get a tree that bears red delicious apples you'll get a crab apple tree. you will get a crab apple tree probably it's like a complete gamble you know basically Every every seed will produce an apple tree, but most of them are pretty terrible. Got it. And every now and then someone gets super lucky and you'll get like a marketable, sweet, crisp apple. And then what you do is you have to gra- take a graph from the original tree and attach that to a different tree and then it'll produce those apples. So all like Red Delicious apples are from the same original Red Delicious apple tree, oh. which is really cool. It is cool. Anyway, though, we didn't have such a tree in our neighbor's backyard. Uh, we had... Just a regular old crab apple tree. Yes. And we had, mm-hmm. I don't even know what these sticks were because I feel like I have not seen them in my adult life. There was many things about the house we grew up in that seem very unique and cool. Yeah. 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 Like, but Th- there, there, there was, was like a... a patch of boulders. There were a patch of boulders. Yeah. Do you no- remember the boulders? Normally you got to pay extra for boulders. Dude, I kid you not. We walk around the neighborhood and there'll be people's yards that will just have giant old boulders. And I'll be like, oh my God, Beth, that is such a cool boulder. She'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Beth, that. Oh man, I wish we had boulders. I like, wish we had like, oh, uh, there's, 
Oh. Can I get you a boulder for your birthday? I mean, I don't see why not. There's a place you'd put it? I, I'd find a spot. I'd find a spot. I'd okay. find a spot. <laughs> like, Jake, go outside. When go outside. We, go ahead and check it out. When we were house hunting, we drove past the house. You know how some places have, like, privacy fences or privacy trees or whatever? Yeah. This place was built next to what can only be described as a privacy boulder. And, I mean, the kids were just playing out. They were having the time of their lives. I bet they were. I know. Like, man, oh. every kid needs a boulder. Every kid. Oh. I'm saying it. I'm I, saying it. I've been saying it for years. Man. We should make t-shirts that say every kid needs a boulder. <laughs> Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now i know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see but you can also request them to be sent to you at any time so they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do but whether you're buying selling trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out 
And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Uh, yeah. Okay. What anyway, was I talking about crab. Wait, wait. Yeah. So whipping, whipping, whipping the crab apples. Uh, yeah. I don't know what these sticks were. No, it, but if but you, like they could have been like used in the Hunger Games to make an actual bow and arrow. To, I feel to me when people are like tell tell those old wives tales of when their parents used to make them go like pick like pick a switch oh yeah you know like to be hit with or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah not... it's like, if you don't pick a big enough one i'll go pick one myself oh that's like Terrible the origin stories. of the rule of thumb is it not oh i don't know that i believe okay well anyway know. you continue and i'm gonna research and i'll be listening out of one ear okay that sounds terrible anyway yeah we had these i don't know what plant it was but it was like this really sturdy long flexible stick and it was like on the other side of the yard from the crab apple tree and you would take it and you'd put an apple on the end and you could like, you just basically whip it forward and it would launch the apples. Like, I don't even know. Like far, super far. Yeah. Like, like to the point where we had uh, <clears throat> like this black trash can that was full of like, you know, various balls, footballs, stuff yeah. like that, a vortex, mm -hmm. things like that. And we were not very strong as, you know, we pointed out earlier with yeah. our ability to throw walnuts at one another from, you know, 15 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> um, these things would like... It was, I don't even know how to describe it, like almost satisfying to see how far yeah. they would go from you. I, d I feel like to say like th like 40-ish yards feels about right. Uh, it's not further. Yeah. But we, yeah. And I, <laughs> I feel like there was like some shed in the woods we were like aiming at. Yes, there was. Yeah. I believe we also jumped off it a few times as children. Uh, Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, For sure. Because the dangers were like... Well, I haven't broken my ankle yet, so... Isn't that such a game when you're a kid? Can I jump off this? It is a game. It, it is a like, game. It, and it, I think that worries me. I Oh, I know. I'm like, man, the amount of stuff I jumped off of and didn't get hurt, I can't believe it. Like, I swear we were... I, I mean, it'd be interesting to go back and look and see like, oh, this was only like four feet off the ground or something. But it felt like at least eight feet off or something. It felt, and it, it felt and high. And you're just jumping off the roof to the ground. To the ground. I mean, it's grass. So it's like softer than concrete but still still you know i don't i wouldn't want to jump eight feet to the ground okay. today <laughs> yes you know one of the other thing that we love to do in this same proximity of our world yeah we had a creek 
Yeah. You know, I feel like for some reason we were obsessed with the idea of creating a dam with rocks inside the creek. Mm. Do you remember doing this? I don't remember creating a dam in the creek. No. No, maybe it was just maybe me. It was a you thing. Oh my gosh. Well, eventually the neighbor guy whose land <clears throat> the creek was technically on came over to, to me and very aggressively asked me to stop building dams in the creek. Oh. Because I had done it so many times. Every time I came back, it was completely gone. And I was like, what is happening what is to my uh, rocks? Someone was going down and being like, oh no. Oh no. Somebody put a bunch of rocks in the way of my creek. Yeah. Oh, I always thought like, I don't really know if I fully understood what, in my mind, there was a scenario where I could make the river stop, or the creek stop going forward. Yeah. Like, like as if rocks without any additional like aggregate material to prevent water from seeping through the obvious cracks that rocks make when stacked together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kept thinking like, oh, well, I'll just keep plugging that hole and that hole and that hole until eventually the water will cease to be able to go forward. Right. I'll have a lake. I'll have a lake. I don't think I understand how dams are built. Because to me, it seems like the river would just keep going around it. It does feel that way, doesn't it? <laughs> like how, how doesn't that... I don't know why it works. Yeah. People are like, electricity, Jane. I'm like, yeah, but but how? <laughs> how did they get there to begin how with? Get, how they, where are you starting from? Maybe it's because it's such a small body of water to begin with. And what becomes the massive amount oh. is what's created... Because of the stoppage. Because of the stoppage. So you need like a giant wall to go in front of a very small... River. River. And then the river is just like, well, it's like having the faucet on all the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you just, are like, okay, and then you're letting the water out. Man. And that's what's great. Man, I just understood hydroelectricity, Ben. We, My mind has been blown. I, I believe this makes us physicians. <laughs> no, that's not even the right word, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it makes us a physics. F physicists? Physicists, not physicians. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Wow. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Mom, if you are listening, I am sorry. Okay, can I turn the conversation to something else entirely? By all means. Okay, so I've had this thought lately, and I don't know why, but I'm like semi-determined to try it, and it's to use only one cup for an entire year. Use only one cup? Just one cup. Okay. Just what do you mean? Okay, so walk me, walk me through it. So what, would you get rid of the rest of your cups? Sort of, in okay. a way, in a way. Like, <clears throat> so it's, I feel like it's a rather like minimalist idea, mm -hmm. but it actually feels like something that like would be reasonably easy to execute barring your level of like, uh, what is the word for people who are good with wine? A sommelier? Uh-huh. Like where the, the glass. Probably. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's physician. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, a wine doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor of wines. Yeah. Yeah, where like the shape, you know, of the glass can affect your <clears throat> ability to like drink it in the most appropriate manner. Okay. But so the idea would basically be like, instead of doing all these dishes, instead of having like all of these different cups, if literally you had one cup that was with you at all times mm -hmm. and you you use that at all times instead of any other cup and it just has to apply to everything and so, so you gotta have a pretty pretty durable cup here you're talking because it's gotta at least handle your morning coffee it's gotta handle coffee yeah i think it could handle water mm -hmm. it could handle any other beverages you might have over you know meals and yeah. such uh you know you know how cups are used <laughs> yeah. all the different times <laughs> think about any occasion you use a cup this applies to that moment <laughs> okay um so i'm thinking like you know like one of these stainless steel like yeti cups 
mm-hmm. would be like my and, and that's part of the game too is like picking right. the, the most appropriate cup, cup that can work for everything mm-hmm. but then it sort of just becomes like you know part of who you are so it's like keys wallet cell phone ma- face mask cup of course got my cup and so with the other exception being that like i feel it would be okay to go to a restaurant and like not go through the inconvenience of asking the person to put their drink into your cup oh yeah, yeah you know don't like, worry about that there there are circumstances and i would right. still drink from you know cans you as well drink, okay like you, you know, wouldn't pour a can into the, no and I, I don't think that what you're going for is the um the goal of drinking from a cup as if that's the accomplishment the accomplishment is to only use one cup right you in know, all cup based scenarios in all cup based scenarios what if you play yahtzee well that's different okay <laughs> that comes with a cup okay <laughs> so i think yahtzee's perfectly fine okay but that was a really good example to bring up yeah Thank you. i hadn't considered yahtzee yet <laughs> think about it. you get one of those metal cups you play in yahtzee it's gonna be loud <laughs> right so no what i'm trying to do though is simplify my world yeah. like sh- like make the variables less and make my relationship with this cup like significant. Okay. Well. Okay. So, how far down the down the cup hole have you gotten? How far is down? A cu- is a cup a hole, Ben? <laughs> Don't even get people started. Ben, is a cup a hole? <laughs> it feels like can it. You, like a hole you can carry around. It's a mobile hole. I think a cup is a hole. I think a cup is a hole. Okay. Like yeah. if you were like golfing and you're you're putting, you're like aiming for the cup. Yeah. It's just a hole in the ground. Just a hole in the ground. Yeah. But if you picked that cup up, it's a cup. And it's a hole. And it's a hole. Yeah. Cup is whole. Cup is whole. Okay. Cup is whole. You heard it here first, folks. If, if you really want to get frustrated, you can ask whether or not a straw has one hole, two holes, or no holes. <laughs> oh, bed. So, so far. It has two holes. And I think literal steam coming out of oh your ears. Oh, my gosh. The, the number of times this comes up in our Discord server, anytime it does, it's like, you're better off just running. You are just, yeah, absolutely. It's like... I don't know what I argued last time. Right now, I'm pretty sure it has two holes. Right, right, right. <laughs> There's always the argument that if you cut a straw in half, though, how many holes are there? Right. But if you cover up one, if you, like, squeeze one end, you'd be left with one hole. So if you let go, you'd have two holes, right? One is a whole end, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. Does a hole have to have a bottom? Because that's the other thing, is that if a straw has no bottom, is it not just no holes? Mm, you're right. If a cup is a hole, then a cup has a bottom. So that's like a movable hole. Yes. But a straw has no bottom. A straw has no bottom. <laughs> but it's, so maybe it has no holes. Maybe I want team no holes. Team no holes? Team no holes. I, all right. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay. Okay. Guys, let us know, maybe in the Reddit, how many straw, how many holes does a straw have? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and is a cup a hole? Okay, anyway, getting back to your uh, single hole. My, yes. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> your portable my, hole. My single hole for an entire year. Yeah. Um, so it's <clears throat> like, it would just be like an interesting thing where like if you always had your cup with you or like... You know, even just in between uses. So, like, you know, if you had dinner and you had, like, I don't know, a ginger ale with dinner or something yeah. like that. And then you were like, okay, like, should we have a glass of wine this, like, tonight or mm-hmm. something? It's like you would literally use your same cup for the glass of wine. Right. You wouldn't use a wine glass. And so the the objective would basically be, like, you know, can you survive you and if you live by yourself, only you or you and your significant other or whatever, if each member of the family effectively has one cup. Yeah. And that way there are 
are as many cups in your cabinet <coughs> as there are people who live in the home. And then you have like guest cups, you know, like in you the event. Have a few like, extra. You can't share your cup, right. you know, but yeah, that's gross. so I think, I think you would have a few extra, but they would almost be like in the cabinet somewhere else, like mm-hmm. not in like the main primary location where right. you store your two cups. Obviously you're going to have lots of extra cabinet space. Obviously. Once you clear out all these other cups. Exactly. And I feel like probably you would almost never even put your cups away because they would either always be like in the dish drying rack right be, like from being cleaned from their most <clears throat> recent use yeah. or they would just be in use because i would say that i'm pretty much drinking a beverage throughout the entire day my guess is that the biggest challenge is going to be anytime you have left a like 90 percent complete beverage somewhere because you left to go do something and then you've come back inside and you're like man i'm thirsty and you're like oh man i gotta clean this dried coffee out of the bottom of my hole and but, then i can have my water but that's the thing is that like chances are it's not it wouldn't be as bad as like a cup of coffee that was like left for like you know way too long to the point where it's like yeah. caramelized mm-hmm. to the bottom mm-hmm. because it, like you'd be you'd be using your cup so frequently that it would just always be in in pretty much did you ready use did you arrive at this idea by yourself or were you inspired by uh, another solo cup oh hey that's where it comes from i bet <laughs> ironically sold in packs of a bazillion a bazillion <laughs> yes um no i came up with this on my own and i just felt like i i was trying to think if there were like ways to reduce the number of decisions that you had to make in your daily life. And if by doing so, if it wouldn't almost like give you a heightened relationship with this specific object to where it's like, it's almost like you have like a, like an intimate relationship with it. Like it is Mm -hmm. a, it's like the way that you choose like your phone or phone case or like what kind of wallet you carry or Mm -hmm. what your key ring is. And like everything is like very intentional and you're supposed to like enjoy it. And so you're bringing up so many more objects that you could simplify too. True. Like true. Like like, you could have a wall, a a phone case that is a wallet right that is that is the scenario i'm in i have been walletless for i don't know i think about it over a year now and it is marvelous i would highly recommend this particular thing because like before yeah leaving the house always had to go phone keys wallet those are the three things always had to have on me right now it's just phone phone keys phone keys phone keys so much and then easier. boy even just dwindling down my key ring to as few keys as possible that's a good that's a fun activity no, it is. It's a super fun activity. Or like, have you seen, there are like key rings that have, that are like almost like pocket knives in yeah. nature where they like yeah. fold? See, no, you're not a fan? Not a fan. That's oh. like, because that's then the convenience of a just a regular key ring is that you can pull the one you need immediately. Sure. Whereas if you have like a pocket knife of key rings, you got to like fiddle out. Finagle it. Finagle out the key every time. Which I is see. its own problem. And it requires all your keys to roughly be the same size. Which... All of your keys to be roughly the same size. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get that. And I think my big issue with, and the reason I've never pulled the trigger on one of those before is specifically because of my car keys, which don't carry the same shape as, as like regular metal keys. Right. They have like extra girth. Mm, My, my car has no key. It's just the fob. Just the fob. But see the the fob, fob, you still need to have with you, right? Yeah, you still need to have the fob. So So then like you you connect, do you connect the pocket knife of key keys to the fob? I wouldn't do the pocket knife of keys, so... You wouldn't do it at all? Yeah, no. How many keys are on your key ring? I wish I could tell you right now. I need to... I need to clean it up. Ooh, that's unlike you. It is unlike me. Although, let me tell you, deciding to go from a wallet to just the, like, the phone wallet... Yes. That was, like, such a big decision because... 
it because when you carry a wallet, it is likely to accumulate all sorts of stuff. Yes, it is. In it, you know, you've got like cash and receipts and ticket cards and your insurance cards and your driver's license and you know hotel keys and oh yeah, report cards that <clears throat> get you. Yeah, yeah, right. All sorts of stuff. And it, it, you know, a good a good wallet cleaning always an important thing to do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But when I got the uh, so my the to, to even call my phone case a wallet is being pretty generous. It is literally just a phone case that has a single slot on the back for which you can fit about, I've got four, I think, cards in there now. Got it. And I think four is really pressing the boundaries of it. And one of them I'm even debating taking out, but I basically just carry uh, like my debit card, my driver's license and like the, you know, bus a business credit card. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Okay, okay, um, okay. And then I also have some like, I guess my insurance card in here, but those, I feel like I could just leave in the car. <laughs> so interestingly, my my phone case as well is a is a wallet case, but yours has like this little like thumb push up thing where you could like move yeah. the uh, the cards up from the bottom. Mine does not have that, and so it's I literally have a wallet phone case yeah. that I do not keep anything in. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, it does look. It just still looks it looks nice. It does look nice. And this yeah. is the interesting thing about it. So we work with a company called The Ridge Wallet sometimes over yeah. on Super Carlin Brothers. And so when we signed up with them, the, I had asked them, like, you know, they, they didn't want us to advertise specifically their their phone cases for the particular campaign we were doing. They, they wanted to focus on the, the wallet that they right. sell. And But I asked them, I was like, would it be possible to send me one of the, the phone cases as well? Because I just got a new phone and I like the leather ones. And they were like, yeah, sure. So they, they sent me one. And it was a really interesting thing that happened because I got it and I was like, wow, this is super like clean looking. And like, I really like like the look of like the leather thing mm -hmm. or whatever. And it immediately got like super, super scraped up. And it was like anything it touched, it seemed like it was like peeling. And I was like, man, like I'm so bummed. I was really excited about this. And me being me, I basically just like was preoccupied with it for a minute and then was like, oh, well, this is just part of my phone case now right. and did nothing about it. The great news is that it like just became like the gorgeous textured leather mm. that you want. Ah, and it just takes a little wear and tear. It takes a little bit of wear and tear. Yeah. So it's actually one of those things that at first I was like, oh man, like, I don't know if I could recommend this. And now I'm like, I would totally recommend it. It's super cool. Can't believe it worked out that way. Yeah. I would say if you're gonna, if you're listening, you're like, maybe the phone wallet is for me. Maybe the one in one, the all together is for me. I would say do go for it because to me, it has just simplified things a lot. But uh, the point is to simplify. So like sometimes I'll see people who have like the phone wallet one thing, but it's also like, like, I don't know, it has become like a giant, like foldable thing. And they've got more things than you could fit yeah. in a regular wallet. And it's like, you have really, whenever I see those, boy, like it like actually stresses me out. It's like, really? Oh, it's just like you, you're trying to make two things one. And instead you've just like, so often when people are trying to combine combine things that have certain functions, you end up with the worst of both worlds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, all-in-ones <clears throat> tend to be terrible. Yes, all-in-ones tend to be terrible. And whenever I see those like un like giant foldable phone cases that have like a whole back sleeve where people have got like 17 cards, like you're missing the point. Yeah. The point if you're doing the phone wallet is to slim it down a lot. And you're. it's so easy to be like, I do need those things. Like, yeah. I, you know... Like, I bet, I bet you carry, like, your, you know, health insurance or dental insurance card or your, I don't know, 
something with the number to call a tow truck and you're like, well, I, I guess I should keep this because I don't know. You never know when you're going to need those specific things. So for those, would <clears throat> you ever find yourself in a situation where you would, I, I actually, I'm taking this from a different organizational technique, but I'm seeing if I could apply it. Like if you had like a, uh, if you took pictures of all of those cards, so you mm -hmm. had all the information yeah. and then you put like a folder on your phone and like moved all of them in there where it's like, you know, just in all my important documents. Yeah. Or does that just set you up for like total identity theft if you've got like all of like your information well, marked in there. I'm, I'm second guessing my thoughts as I'm thinking about it. Well, I don't think, I think there are probably apps that are designed specifically to do this and they probably encrypt your data pretty well. I, sure. I don't know of any off the top of my head, but I, this sounds like something that absolutely must exist. Right. Um, so I would say that. And then also I would recommend, uh, you know, just uh, uh, phone security, like in terms of like, make sure you have a passcode on your phone. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You know. No. So anyway, what I, yeah, the reason that I had this idea, I was watching like, just like one of these like little viral, like how to be organized videos. Yeah. And what the person did was they had a whole bunch of these, uh, if you've ever been to like Lowe's or like one of the big, big box, whatever stores, they're like, it's like a black, like rubber made container with a yellow lid. Yeah. In this guy's garage, he had like, like 60 of them or something yeah. like floor to ceiling. <clears throat> and what he had done was like gone through and put a bunch of stuff in there and then taken a, like, and like numbered all of them. Yeah. And then he took a picture of each of the totes, like looking down that had like a, like a piece of paper on top that had a list of everything that was in that tote. Oh. So then he could like literally go through and be like, oh, where are my rollerblades? And then be like, right. oh, they're in tote 36. Interesting. And so then you would like literally go to tote 36 and you'd be able to pull it out and you would know where everything is. Mm. Because that does become the problem on some level with totes is you can't see what's inside of them. Well, that's if you buy Opaque. solid cover colored totes. Do you have clear totes? Well, Ben, buying totes is a stressful thing for me. It is. It is. They need be to match. That's the problem. So the advantage, I know exactly the, the totes you're talking about that are like all black with a yellow lid. Yes. The great thing about them is they look nice and clean. They sure do. You can buy a bunch of them. They stack well. Mm -hmm. You can line them up in a row and they look nice together. Problem is no idea what's inside. No idea what's inside. No idea what's inside. On the other hand, you can just get clear totes. Right. Advantage is you can see right inside from the outside. No problem. However, because you can see through them, they all just look like a mess from the outside. They do. So they do. bit yeah. of a bit of an issue there as well. I think what I would opt for, ah, man, I, and I just don't know. This is the kind of thing like I need to decide and then just go for it. That's right. the thing. You need to decide on an organizational system and then stick to it. No, I think you're exactly that's, right. That's yes. the real solution. It's like whether you want black totes with a labeling system or you want clear totes where you can see through everything, like both are going to work, but you want to be consistent. You need to. I think that. That's the, the, the big thing, though, is even committing to the idea that you need to have a way that something is organized. And it's like, who who cares whether or not your way is, like, perfectly efficient if it works for you? That's fine. Like, do, do whatever works for you. Yeah. But... <clears throat> I have found like with my basement historically, just in any house I've lived in or even while I was in college, you know, like there were, it's just a place where I would go and like set <clears throat> things. Yeah. And in the beginning it's like well-intentioned and like you can usually stack things pretty nicely and like everything is still like relatively new in a box from moving right. or, you know, still just in a box from when you purchased it and everything like looks okay. But then as time goes on, it's like, oh, I need like the Christmas tree stand. So, so you're collecting and, ground. Yes. And then you go and like pull the Christmas tree stand out of your perfectly put together stack which then means that the thing on top of it which is probably a basket then falls kind of like sideways isn't a little like it's a little wee wong all of a sudden yeah and then you've got this issue where everything 
is kind of like a very precarious stack. Yeah. Even though it was formerly a Jenga tower that had been untouched. Yeah. And now it's just a disaster. Right. And so, yeah, no, I, I think that there is something to be said for like easy access to all of your things and knowing where they are and yeah. like, and, and attempting, and this is my, uh, it's like, I get so overwhelmed by it though. It is. And this is why like, so I don't know if you've watched uh, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. I have not. You have not. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Big fan. This is the kind of thing where it's like, there are aspects, like you wouldn't think how many layers of organizing your stuff there could be or like tricks you could do to make it more organized but like something like that she would suggest would be like not only should the stuff be in the box but it should be arranged in the box in such a way that when you open it you can see everything in the box yeah you i know? like that so like the great example is always like how do you stack shirts in your drawer it's like i bet you can see the three on top no but I, you've told me about this before yeah. <laughs> i started folding them differently and oh you is, did it is life-changing oh man yeah so i do do that Okay. Um, okay, so let me circle back then. Would you use one cup for an entire year? It would be... This This sounds like such a fun project for someone without kids, is what my answer is. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, it, I'm so interested. Would you, would you like, try and document it? I don't know. I don't know. This is why I need a vlog. Would, is, yeah. So I have, like, some way to, like, give updates, but, like, guys, I'm still using the same cup, and I love it. Right. Not, not the concept. I love my cup, because right. I now have a relationship with my cup. Would you name the cup? Maybe. I feel like the, you'd need What to. I really can't decide is whether or not I would put stickers on the cup. Does that make it dirtier? Like, does it, can it become more dirty because mm. there are more surfaces other well, than the stainless steel? I want to talk about something that stresses that also. <laughs> these are such stupid things that stress me out. The idea of putting, like, a sticker on a cup to me, like, I love the idea because I see other people and they'll, they'll have, like, you know, those Nalgene water bottles and they're covered oh, yeah. all over the place. They got, like, a bazillion stickers. Like, oh, it looks such a cool look. Like, went, like committing to putting the sticker on it is like, now this sticker is going to be here. What, what if I put it in the wrong spot? What if I, what if this isn't actually a very cool sticker? Oh. You know, it's like, can you imagine? I know. It's like, it makes no difference, but it like torments me. Like Luke has these sticker, has some, like people will buy him all these little things. Like he'll have these sticker books and it'll be like, here's, you know, a whole page of fish or, or you know, cows and, or whatever, you know, it'll yeah, be like, here's great, like a great sticker books. <laughs> yeah. Fish and cow. Yeah. <laughs> It you know it'd be like a farm scene and there'll be like you know all the barnyard animals or something right and it's like to me I can remember as a kid not having fun with a toy like this because it everything would need to go in exactly the right spot and it like it feels like there's no messing up like once you put a sticker on that's where it's stuck right yeah Ugh. it's a commitment issue it's a commitment issue to the to where the stickers go to, to the the and it's also like this if I use up all the stickers then I won't be able to put any more stickers on oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. like. Conservation of stickers. Conservation of stickers. Like, if I use them all, I won't be able to play. But if I play, I might play wrong. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Man, I feel like we have covered more topics in today's episode than possibly ever before. Yeah. From flinging crab apples to the single cup phenomenon sweeping the nation. That's right. So my, my question for all the, the lovely folks out there this week is going to be, would you commit to a single cup for an entire year? Yes. And would you name your cup? What, what would you name your cup? Your whole? For some reason, mine's named Fred. Fred? Fred. Okay. Fred the cup. Fred the cup. <laughs> it's All like, right. it's like, since you asked me that, it's the only name that's been inside of my head is Fred. It feels right. It does feel right. Yeah. It doesn't. Oh man. It's like, where's Fred? <sighs> you, but I see if I would ever lose Fred. I know. But then, then you'd, you know, say, would you bring, would the cup like live at the house? Or no, would it, you like bring it with you? I would bring it with me. Yeah. Oh, so then scenario, you, I mean, I can imagine the kind of problems where you're like, oh, I left it at work. No, now. but you don't leave it at work. Right. Because like, you have such a relationship. Because you, yeah, because it's Fred. You don't leave Fred at work. <laughs> right. Okay. 
And that's the game plan. Yeah, it's like, and and that's like what it comes down to. It's like you, like it becomes something. And like, I don't leave my phone at work. Yeah. You know? Oh, you're right. Yeah. And mm. so like, that's what it comes down to. It's like, you have to respect Fred the Cup. Right. Like you're going to be aware of Fred all the time because no Fred equals Thirsty Ben. Equals Thirsty Ben. Otherwise, driving back to work, Ben, because I only got the one cup. Oh my God, that one cup. Yeah. So, see, this is why it's dangerous to even have guest cups then. Yeah, because you'd be like, not guest cup tonight. I'll just get Fred tomorrow. I, that's... And then you're going to be like, what would Fred think? I'm cheating on him right now. I know. Uh, I know. But it's like anything. It's like the more you get committed to an idea and the longer like the run you've had for one the more it becomes a pattern of your behavior and two the more you feel like committed to like the integrity of the idea this feels like such a date not like the it's such a fun idea and i super hope you try it but like the the act of committing feels like you must get rid of all of your other cups well and i know and you know? I, i'm not trying to be like you know antagonistic towards other cups by no, any no i understand that but like it seems to me like if you're just like well i'm gonna try the one cup thing but i'm gonna put the rest of my cups in a box in the basement in case it doesn't work out. It feels like you're just asking for it to not work out. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, well, there's it's an like, out. There's still an out. There's still an out. You know, it's like, I don't know if you watched the show Married at First Sight, where they're like, oh, you're married, where the premise of the show is... You, you get married you, at first yeah, sight. Yeah, you get married at first sight. Yeah. And it's like, oh, let's follow these couples for eight weeks and see if how their marriages go. But it's like, at the end of eight weeks, they have to make another decision, which is, do you want to stay together? Which, to me, that's part of what causes so much of the drama, is because it's like, they, they know they're still an out. Like, they still have, like, that card. Right. It's not like... Like if it's a straight up arranged marriage where it's like, this is it. It's like your your motivation to make it work way higher. The fact that there is an out is like, Oh, that does undercut it. It I'm, does, yeah. I'm only like four episodes into the only season I've ever watched, and I did not realize that they could leave at the end yeah. of it because they make such a big deal. Like, this is a binding lifetime. This is for the rest of my life. And you're like, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. But maybe that's part of the show. Right. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, so don't, I get what you're don't saying. Don't leave divorce on the table, Ben. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So You and Fred. So me, me and Fred forever. Yeah. Or for one year. <laughs> or for one year, yeah. yeah. There, there's an out at the end of one year. That's right. Um, But yeah, no, I would have such a lovely relationship with Fred. He'd be like my, you know, my cup. Be your cup. Your whole. <laughs> Everyone needs a cup. One. Just one. Man. Anyway. So many things to consider. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Popcorn Culture. I want to give a special thank you to the following patrons who support us over on Patreon. That would be Jess Aykroyd, Jonathan Ansley, uh, Amanda E. Hicks, Graciela, Graciela, Leahy, Mike McAuliffe, Grayson Lounsbury, Dylan Campbell, and Natalie Villarreal. <sighs> um, which we actually, our, our trainer's last name is Villarreal. Yeah. Um, but I have had conversations with him before talking specifically on Nat Natalie Villarreal right now. Yeah. Um, I have no idea whether or not it is the like Spanish pronunciation. I'm probably butchering it anyway, cause I'm not very good at Spanish, mm. but I believe that is how it's pronounced. So I had actually, I feel like I had more trouble with Lounsbury from Grayson there. Well, Lounsbury? I, think, I mean, our trainer is, uh, from, I guess, Mexico. Yes. Right. So I don't know. I it's don't know still if it's Spanish. To, it's still the Spanish language, but I'm not sure it would be like this, like the the pronunciation from Spain. Oh no, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and I've talked to him about that before, and he, and he has specifically told me that uh, it has been adopted into Villarreal. Okay. Um, as like sort of the progression of uh, the the difficulty of maybe people's ability to pronounce. It has been like just normalized for yes. people who can't pronounce Villarreal. Kind of like how our last name, I, I believe, or originally was like like Carolyn. Carolyn. 
Like I it's so. like much more Irish. Yeah. Uh, and now it's I think there's maybe there was an O in there. Maybe. And but now it's now it's just Carlin. Yeah. I always think our last name's kind of weird because it's like it's such a normal sounding last name, and yet I feel like we meet very few people with that last name. Yeah. It's like as normal as Smith, but not as common as Smith. Certainly not. We're very unique, I guess, except huh. for all those other Carlins out there. Except for all those other Car- Carlins. Shout out to all of you guys. What's up? Once upon a time, this is just a fun fact before we finally close out today's episode, which we're getting dangerously close to doing. Someone named Ben Carlin added me on. Uh, Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah. And I thought it was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I'm friends like, with the Jonathan Carlin on Facebook. Are you really? It's like, it's like, dude, we have the same name. What? We've had, we've probably had the exact same life. Yeah. How's Fred? <laughs> anyway, guys, have a fantastic week. We will talk to you next time. Pop, pop! You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.